Hello, hello. Oh my God. Welcome to December. What the hell? How did this happen? It's my favorite time of year. Like I love this time of year. You would have heard last week. Like just for me, it's, it's, oh, my favorite time. It's not just that it's summer and it's family time and I get to go home and be with family and spend time with friends and celebrate a good year, but it's also just that time of reflection. And like, you know, I, I'm big on this, like setting my goals. And I spend some time really like taking time to get intentional about what the year ahead will look like, what I'm calling in, what my intentions are, what we spoke about last week, which was reflecting on a year that's, you know, what, what's been amazing, what needs to go, what needs to shift. It's just such a good time of year to get intentional. And I think that's really the core message of everything that I do is to be intentional, to design your life with intention, to act with intention, to not wake up one day and go, holy shit, I didn't even choose this. I didn't even design this. I'm just living on autopilot. This isn't what I want. Like this time of year is just such a beautiful time to make sure that we actually wake up from autopilot if that's what we've been doing, set intentions and really make sure we're designing a lifestyle and relationships and goals that are going to make us feel like this is a bloody beautiful life. And you know, I, oh man, I am a bit high as a kite, honestly, like not literally high, but I just feel so high after the weekend. Last weekend I had, uh, oh, just, I can't even like Friday night I went to crowded house with my family. Just my mom and dad were having a boogie, which is my favorite thing in the world to watch my mom and dad have a boogie. They're so cute. I fucking love my parents. So they were having a boogie and me and my brother were watching them and just like listening to Crowded House up in Kings Park, which is just beautiful. It was overlooking the city. And I just felt like, oh, how is this? Like life is so beautiful and abundant and I'm so blessed. And I've got just, oh, and then we had the level up retreat and just listening to the ladies like, or just witnessing how far they've come and that vulnerability that they've shared and the connections that they've got with each other and and the excitement for what's to come because for so many people there's just been all these light bulb moments and it feels like this is a new beginning and I'm so excited I'm so excited I just I'm so grateful and I you know I woke up this morning and I had so many beautiful messages from people who Spotify has just done the wrap up um the Spotify wrap up for like you know your top listening podcast, your top music, blah, blah, blah. And I've been receiving some beautiful messages from you guys that listen and who have tagged me in the wrap up. And and I, I just can't tell you enough how grateful I am and how much it tickles my pickle that you're listening and that you're enjoying it and that it's helping you and that, you know, you're, you're getting what you need from it. It just tickles my pickle. And, for, you know, I, I can't say thank you enough. So thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your tagging me and for leaving reviews. It really helps me to get this to more airwaves so that I can just spread this message and get people bloody lit up by life. That's that's all it's about. And thank you. I have really big, exciting plans for next year. I have, and I'll probably move through I'm going to move through my favorite rituals for the end of year to make next year even bigger and, and growing the podcast and getting incredible guests and and making it even more exciting and, you know, incredible for you is exactly what's on my agenda for next year. We're going to really hone in on the podcast and getting the guests that you feel you would love to listen to and touching on all the topics that are going to help you to feel like you're here on this planet for a reason and you're living with purpose and intention and you're intimately connected to yourself and the world around you. Like I'm going to do that next year even more on this podcast and I can't wait. So let's just dive in because I actually am running late. Standard. (laughs) I'm not, I am like, I, there's two people in this planet, right? 
and they, I, I got tagged actually in quite a few of – there's a meme that going around that's like there's two people on this, in this world, people who pack the morning of and rock up to the airport late and those who are like 5,000 years ahead and those two people marry each other. And I always get tagged in it because people know that Paul and I are like yin and yang with that. I'm late to things. I don't really pack or plan in, a, in advance. I'm a little bit like in the moment all the time, be airy fairy, bit of a Pisces really. And so I'm running late um, to, well, I have 20 minutes until I have to be on another podcast interview. So this is going to be a quickie, but it's actually one of my favorite things to talk about after last week. So we're going to look at this week, my favorite rituals, intention setting practices, so that 2020 can just be better and better and better because the better it gets, the better it gets. And so that you start your year with intention, with excitement, with an emotional connection to your goals and to your why. And you've got your reason for why you're doing the things that you're doing and you're excited by it. And so that you get to the end of another year and you're like, oh, that was beautiful. And I did it. And I'm proud of myself. And I learned some things and I've evolved and and what's next and what's next. And the better it gets, the better it gets. And what I want to say is like, I've, I've mentioned this before on the podcast and I'm going to say it again because it is so important. Life, your life, the word life in itself is just synonymous or means the same as time. Life and time mean the same thing. Your life is just the accumulation of time spent, how you spent your time, how you spent your days, how you spent your months, how you spent your weekends, how you spent your work life, how you spent your time is how you spend your life. And so New Year's is all about really getting intentional about how do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my life? Another year of my life, like bang, close your eyes and it's gone. You close your eyes and like, I feel like, I literally feel like I'm still in 2020. I feel like I blinked and two years and the world went crazy for a little while there. And now it's like, oh wow, we're going into 2023. What the hell happened? A few years of life just passed me by and I'm so fucking grateful that I live with intention. So I'm never waking up going, oh my God, fuck, I'm 31, I'm 32 next year. And what am I doing? Like I had that moment. Trust me. I had that moment where I woke up and I was like, oh shit. I did not design this. I don't want to do this. I'm nearly 30 and I'm still not doing what I wanted to do. I don't feel it up. I'm actually bored. I'm really, really frustrated. Trust me, I've had that moment and I'm grateful for that moment. And I love that moment. I love that older version of frustration because it's always in the contrast that we get clarity, right? We get clarity through contrast. We know what alignment is through understanding what frustration is and being out of alignment. So I'm grateful for it. But it also taught me a lesson to make sure that I live every year with intention so that I don't wake up one day full of regret and so that I live every year and go, that was bloody awesome. And I intended it to be that way. You know, this year I was like, this is the year of travel. I'm, I, I always said to Paul, we always said like, you know, we always play the game of like if money were no thing and if we could live any life we wanted, what would we really truly wish for? And we always say we'd spend our whole, we'd backpack. Uh, I personally, Paul probably is a little bit more of a homebody than me. I would live on a bike basically and live in airports. That would be absolutely fine by me. But we always say we'd, we'd travel around the world on bikes. And that's exactly what we did. We just were like, no, let's not wait till one day in the future if it ever comes. Let's just make it happen. So this year I was, you know, I wanted more in-person things. I wanted to be with my clients in person, hugging them, squeezing them. So we did that and we're doing more of that next year. And living with intention and starting your new year strong means that you get to do that. So let's do that today. Let's actually start thinking about what we, what you're calling in and how you're going to 
feel when you get to the end of another year because, you know, time goes bloody fast and I'm sure it won't be long to us sitting here again a year from now and going, how did you go? (laughs) How did you go? All of my Level Up people will be opening their letters, which they are writing to themselves at the moment, and they'll be opening them one year from now to see, you know, what happened. And this is a practice I'm going to share in a moment um, of one of my favorite rituals to do at New Year's. So, Before we get into it, let's just quickly recap last week. If you didn't listen, I always say before we set any goal, before we set any goal or intention, we want to first reflect. We reflect and you've done that if you listened last week or if not, I'm just telling you now before you set any intention or goal, I want you to look backwards. Look backwards for multiple reasons so that you can anchor into that feeling of appreciation, that feeling of, holy shit, I've done a lot, I've progressed, so that you can collect evidence that, oh my God, I've actually done a lot and I'm proud of myself and I can do anything because where I am now, I never thought I'd be and so what I want now, I know that I will be because everything that I say I'm going to do, I create. But we don't get to have that experience and therefore that inner confidence, that inner self-esteem. If we don't take time to look back on our achievements, to look back on our progress, to look back on the lessons we've learned in the hard times and what we've recovered from. Like if you don't spend that time going, oh, I've recovered from some pretty harsh, hard things. I've gotten up multiple times throughout the year. I have created some progress and attained some goals that I once thought were just a dream. So we always want to set set that intention first to reflect so that we can A, improve our confidence, B, look at how far we've come and know that we can do it again and C, start to bask in the feeling of gratitude. So I always say before I set goals, I get into my gratitude state. I'll always look back at my camera roll. I'll always be sitting in like, God, like my friendships. I've got the best friends in the world. Look at all of these places I can go and travel. I'm opening Skyscanner. I'm like, what a world. We can just choose a place to go and we can go. Like, what a world or, you know, bask, whatever gratitude looks like and feels like to you, get yourself into that state, write a gratitude list, go a hundred things if you can, or 10 things or 20 things I'm grateful for that I really appreciate. The smaller, the better, because the more we can find simplicity, it's a really cool, I think it's a Scandinavian word. I need to look that up, but look it up. It's a word called hige and it's like appreciation for the simplest of things. Like really finding meaning in the meaningless, you know, it's that real like, oh gosh, how good is the feel of the feel of the ocean on my skin? Like you can have that for free. Anyone can have that. When we can tap into that and when we can be grateful for really fuck all, <laughs> we don't need a lot. Everything feels like overflow. Everything is overflow because you're already abundant. So tap into gratitude first and then we're going to set some intentions. And I'm going to give you my favorite practices, rituals and routines that I do every single new year and why I think it's really important. And so first first thing I'm going to say is why we do this, why we set goals and do these particular rituals is for a few things. But one of the reasons that I think it's really important that we get very, 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 very clear on what is our main goal, what is our main focus or intention for the year ahead, when we can reduce this down, and I'm going to explain how to do that in a moment, but when we can reduce this down to a couple key things, key feelings, key goals, What that actually does throughout the year is it helps to bring us back into groundedness and it helps us to prioritize because the years can get hectic if you're somebody listening who, you know, maybe you own a business, maybe you've got children, maybe you have a job and you're also trying to juggle the family, the kids, the social life, being fit, like being your best self. It gets overwhelming. Life gets busy. You've got a thousand emails to respond to. You've got your social media posts to do. You've got team to check in with, whatever it is. 
sometimes we can get overwhelmed and we don't actually, we feel like, what am I even doing? Like, what is the focus? What is the intention? And when we can come back to what was our intention this year? What was our main goals? And therefore, what do I need to prioritize and what do I need to let go of and say no to? So when we have a goal, when we have a well-formed outcome in our mind at the beginning of the year, and it needs to be well-formed, it needs to be specific. When we have a well-formed outcome, we can then make decisions about what we say yes to and what we say no to. And when we're feeling overwhelmed, we can come back to that outcome and say, does this align with the outcome? If not, does it need to fall away on my priorities list? Is it actually not a priority? So the reason I'm saying that it's really important that we do this is because throughout the year, it brings you back to center. It helps you to make decisions and often it can help you prioritize, which will reduce overwhelm. So let's do this so that this year you can have some tools in your toolkit when you are feeling that that way. You can come back to what was my focus? What was my intention? What are the goals? So the first thing is to know what are my goals this year? Now, before you even get there, what I want you to do and what I do, just see if it fits, see if it lands, but to help you, what I do first is I I reduce my year down to a few keywords. So for example, in 2021, my keyword, and this is for my business in particular, but for my keywords for 2021 was structures and foundations, structures and foundations, structures and foundations. My business needed to actually have some systems in place, some automations in place. It needed to have things in place that could hold more clients, that could hold space so that I wasn't always doing admin. And so what that meant in 2021 was I then aligned all of my decision-making to that goal. So when I went to invest money, I didn't spend money on, for example, social media management or building and like hiring new team or anything like that, or hiring a, like there was, you know, there's so many things that you can invest money in. I invested my money in 2021 into getting an online business manager and in getting a specialist and an expert to come in and to systemize and automate my business because my main key words for 2021 was systems and structures. I wanted to build that solid foundation that helped me to then set you know, intentions and action steps to align with it. 2022 was the year that we could travel again. My key words was growth and enjoyment, growth and enjoyment. I wanted to grow and I also wanted to enjoy. I felt like I'd gone through quite a period of like, you know, building a business, doing the startup phase, working really long hours, really trying to learn everything. So I wanted to go back into a phase of it. Let's enjoy this. Let's enjoy it, continue growing, but make sure that there's enjoyment. So you'll see like this year was all about, for me, travel, travel and making it enjoyable while I grow. It was that dance between the two. It was those two energies of I can grow and still enjoy my life and I can start to bring back in a lot more social events. I can start to bring in more travel. I can start to do dancing. I did piano lessons this year. I did uh, singing lessons. I did all these different things that was under that level, under that key word of enjoyment, right? So 2023, what is your year? What is your intention? If you can reduce it down to some words or some like an energy or that reminder, like a key word that's going to remind you of the main intentional goal, what is it? What is your word or words or key phrases for 2023? right? So I've done this for 2023. My words are creativity and building. I'm building a, a a whole lot of things. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys, for the mind school coming very soon. But I'm building a whole new, a whole new thing. It's it's big. So it's building, but with that, 
is my other keyword is creativity. I have to be creatively available. I have to have creative energy. I have to create space for inspiration. I'm also writing a book. I've just signed with a book coach. So Michelle, if you're listening, shout out to Michelle, who is my accountability buddy, unappointed accountability buddy, but I fucking love you for it. Michelle is one of my level up students and a beautiful friend who always just checks in and says, how's your book going? And I bloody love you for that. So thank you, Michelle. Um, but also creativity for me is the year it's the year of creativity because I'm building new things and that's when I need to be my creative flow because of that I am now looking at my calendar for next year and I'm like right where is my space what are my days looking like next year because for me to be creative I actually need long rides <laughs> don't and we're doing this like mans and I will look at my calendar and go there's nothing on my diary before 10 or 11 in the morning because I need to write I need to be creatively available to create the school I need to be doing a lot of building and building new programs and courses and certifications and that means my diary now reflects that my actions now reflect that and it also means that I know what to say yes and no to depending on what aligns with that so I want you to think about let's reduce it down to a word or a phrase what is your intention or goal for 2023 as in a phrase then what I want you to do because the mind the subconscious mind the only way to reprogram the subconscious mind is through two different things which uh, this is not a, this is whole, I could do multiple episodes about this, but that's not for this episode. So one of the ways that the subconscious mind is reprogrammed, and that means you are rewired or you become a new person, or you get to shift and change and evolve is through repetition. That's pretty obvious, right? What we repeatedly say, think, do is who we become. So through repetition, your mind starts to accept things. So what I want you to do is actually to get those keywords or phrases and I want you to write them all over your house. I want them to put them on the sun visor in your car so that you see it when you're driving. I want you to put those words on your mirror in your bathroom so you see it when you're brushing your teeth. I want you to put those words where you see them often and through repetition, it's that visual reminder when you're walking out the door. All right, creativity, or maybe for you, it's growth. Maybe for you, it's maybe for you, it's actually health, the year of health. Maybe for you, it's the year of social, social networking. Maybe for you, it's the year of whatever it might be, scaling. Maybe it's the year for you of healing. Like whatever that means to you, put it everywhere. Repetition, repetition, put it all over your house, right? So once you've got that, then I want you to start getting really clear on a very well-formed outcome or goal. What do I mean when I say this? Whenever you set any goal, you want to try to get as clear and specific as you can and have a very clear visual image of what that outcome will look like and how you will know you have got there. If you set goals or outcomes that are really vague, really wishy-washy and have absolutely no substance to them, you're not going to be able to align your energy and actions with that outcome. You're not going to be able to embody that version of you because that's the manifestation process, right? You be the person who already has the thing. You become an energetic match to it. If you're vague, how are you going to know what you need to embody? How are you going to know what mindset work you need to do in order to become that version of you? How are you going to know what to say yes and no to? If you say, for example, next year, the year of 23, I want more money. Cool. The universe might give you five bucks that you find in the wash and go, there you go. You ask for more money. If you say you want an extra $10, that might require you to show up a certain way. If you require an extra 200 grand a year or you want to double your income, that's going to require a very different version of you. That's going to require you to for your diary to reflect this, for your investments to reflect this, for the way you show up to reflect this. 
And it also means, and this is what I'm going to get to in a moment, when you are doing your visualization practices, which is one of my favorite tools, as you guys know, you will actually be able to be specific about what you are seeing in your mind's eye. Everything that you create is created twice, first in your mind and then in your reality. It has to be clear in your mind. So I want you to actually get a really well, clear, clearly formed outcome. And usually you'll have two or three which is ideal, but actually, and you know, last week we looked at the buckets of your life, like the different areas of your life. If you want to put a well-formed goal for each of them, or if you're just like, no, this is the year for me of business, or this is the year for me of my fitness, whatever it is, what is the well-formed outcome? How will you know when you've got there? How will you know when you've achieved it? Who do you need to be in order to become that version? How do you bridge the gap now? So get a really, really well-formed outcome. Then what you're going to do is a couple other things, if you like. These are some other rituals or tools that I do every New Year's. Once I've really got my energy right, as in I know what the energy of the year is, I've got it reduced down to a few words, I've got my well-outformed goals, I know my main focus and priority, then I do two things. First thing, New Year's, I am, obviously I've gotten really old. I used to just rave on New Year's. I used to just party. Now I'm like, oh, who wants to set some intentions and write letters with me? Um, But honestly, I do this, the last few years I've done this on New Year's Eve, I sit and I do what is called scripting. If you're in Level Up, you guys that are listening will know you're going to get an email a year from now that tells you when to open up your time capsule letter. This is what it is. So guys, scripting is where you literally are writing, as the name suggests, you write a script of how the year goes and you are writing it in present tense as if it's already happened. So you are writing as if it is New Year's next year, New Year's going into 2024, and you're reflecting on the year that was 2023. So you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. It's the end of 2023 and I can't believe my book deal, you know, my book manuscript got picked up. I had this happen and this happen and I feel this way and I had these amazing experiences and I'm feeling like this and la la la. You're writing the script and you're writing it in present intense. And the intention here is that you get lit up, that you get emotionally attached, that you get really excited by it. So you're writing it as though it's already happened. You're writing it in present tense. You're writing a script for 2023 with that energy and with those goals all achieved. So then what you do with that script is you actually fold it up and you put it away and you never look at it again for a year. It is so much fun. I can't wait to read mine from this year. I've got the last four years worth of them and they are crazy. I actually should do one where I, let me know, please let me know. If you guys struggle with journaling and journaling practices and prompts, how to do it, what to do, please let me know because I will do a whole episode on that, but I might do an episode where I read you some of my scripting journal entries and you'll see how crazy they can be. So you want to do that script. You want to write it, get really excited, maybe have a wine, maybe just, you know, sit and really write this letter and get excited, put it away, put it away. And then New Year's next year, read it. You will be amazed. It's so much fun. It's so, so, so much fun. And if you want to, you can even write in that letter, like a little bit of gratitude for like where you're currently at before you start. So that's the scripting exercise. That's what I do every single New Year's. The next thing is that I will create a vision board for 2023, which is a visual representation of the year that I've just wrote about, of the goals that I've just written, and which really encapsulates the energy, 
that I am calling in, the energy that I am embodying, the priorities for the year. What I'll do is I will literally go on Google and or Pinterest or whatever, and I will find images, words, like whatever it is that really represents all those things. I'll create a vision board. So I will actually write, create a physical one. I'll go, I go to the reject shop or Kmart, get Canva, get a canvas. I print everything out. I sit there and have a wine, cut things out, put some music on. If you've got friends, do it with friends. It's really fun. I think this year I'm going to do it with Steph and just just do it with a friend and have a lot of fun, right? Talk about it. Speak it into existence with one another. Help each other. Make this a fun ritual that you do together. Or if you you know prefer to do it alone, do it alone. Create a physical one and that one is good to have near your bed because it's the last thing you look at before you go to sleep and the first thing you look at when you wake up to remind you of your intention, to remind you of your goals, to remind you of who you're showing up as, what's important and what's not, right? So put it somewhere where you can see it. The other way that you can do this vision board is to actually put it as a digital one so you can create it in Canva and then you can put it as your screensaver on your laptop or as a screensaver or wallpaper on your phone. Repetition, remember repetition is what puts things into the subconscious mind. So through repetition, that is always seeing the same things, it is going to be accepted by your mind and then it is going to become reality because what's in your subconscious becomes your automatic pilot. Not getting into that right now because that's not for this, but basically you want to be doing it, like seeing it often and being emotionally attached to it. And that is why vision boards are such a great visual representation and reminder of what it is that you are calling in. So make a vision board, do it digitally, do it physically, make it fun and have a day where you just do that. It's really, 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 really fun. So that is my favorite way to to really set intentions and make 2023 magical and make it better and better and better because it always just gets better and better and better. The better it gets, the better it gets. So those, just to summarize, first look backwards. Look backwards, do some reflection, do some gratitude, look at what you needed to let go of, look at what you've learned, look at what you're bringing with you. Then go into your gratitude before you set your goals. When you set your goals, we want to reduce them down to a few words. Once we've reduced them down to a few words, we're going to put some well-formed outcomes, write them down, have a journal about it, write it all down, write your script, put your script away, forget about it until next year, and then create a vision board that you're going to see many, many, many times all over the place, all over your house, wherever you need to see it. That is going to help you look back on 2023, one year from now and go, oh my gosh, I've done it. I lived with intention. I feel like I'm really enjoying my time, which is my life. It was a beautiful year and we'll do the same thing again next year. So (laughs) I hope that helps. I did go longer than I anticipated, which is standard, but please tag me if this landed. Let me know. Tag me when you're doing your script. Tag me when you're doing your vision board. Tag me when you're spending some time really doing these rituals, setting these intentions. I would love to see. I'd love to hear from you. And I can't wait to continue leveling up with you next year, to continue just expanding and growing and and bringing really great guests to you next year. It's going to be incredible. Let's finish 2023, 2022 strong, grounded and really intentional. And I will see you here next week. Bye.